Alexander Shannara. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left myself, my pager, and my threes for ease at the bottom. I s Hi, this is I Freaked It. So what is I Freaked It? I Freaked It is a uh, little podcast project that I'm doing uh, during the off-season of my other podcast. Um, and it's just about freak accidents. I'm a very scared, nervous person a lot of the times. And I think about it, and I, I'm, I'm not so much worried about other people you know, coming to get me or anything like that. Because I'm you know, a pretty nice person, generally. Uh, I don't, I don't make a whole lot of enemies. I'm more worried about, uh, you know, the, the world coming out and getting me. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of true crime shows out there. Uh, a lot of them very, very good. I have some good friends who uh, host a true crime show, uh, The Lady Killers. Uh, it's very good, but true crime isn't really my thing. You know, like I, um, I, I know that other people can be trash. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I need uh, the reminder of it, but other people kill. Um, but other people kill seldomly. Uh, the universe is the biggest murder out there. O.J. Simpson has nothing on the universe. You know, the galactic strangler out there. The Three Sisters of Fate, you know, they're the, they're the real... They're the real criminals out there. So that's what I worry about. And uh, a freak accident can happen to just just anybody. You can be in any kind of situation and end up in a freak accident. So I'm here to explore those. Uh, the, the weirder, the better, uh, all throughout history. And then whenever we come to the end, for my safety and for yours, I'm worried about you also. This is a service for you. Really. I, could, I could take this knowledge and keep it to myself. But I, I want to share it. At the end of the episode, I'm gonna, we're going to review the lessons learned in how it was freaked and how to avoid it. Because I don't want my... You don't want to die in a freak accident. You know, like that's not how you want to go out typically. It's usually not good. Like based on based on all the research I've done so far, it's never it's never a good death. There are good deaths and bad deaths. Nine times out of ten, it's a bad death, and it just if it's gonna happen, to everyone, it might as well be good. You want to avoid it. You want to avoid it. So that's what this is about: taking in what's happened in the past and learning lessons about it. Uh, this first episode, uh, we are gonna be focusing on Hans Steininger. Now, if that name does not ring a bell, I do not blame you. Uh, not at all. That's because Hans Steininger was born in uh, Germany in 1508, so only 1520s kids are going to get this. But I'm out there. I'm putting it out there anyway. He was born in 1508 in Germany, and eventually he died in Austria, in uh, Braunau am in Austria. I hope I'm saying that right. I, I, I hope I'm saying any of this right, really, from the name to the towns to other words. I hope I'm saying words right. If I'm not, that could be a stroke, and that's a, that's a another 
freak accident, kind of. That's, that's, that's your body doing a freak accident. Like, freak, freak accidents are even, you know, out in the wild always. Like, you're, you could you could internally... Comp- that's a different episode. Internal combustion is... A, I could probably do a season on internal combustion. I saw it once whenever I was a kid on a Rescue 911. They used to come on the Lifetime channel. And uh, to everything that came on the Lifetime channel was terrifying. You had Rescue 911. You could... You could choke to death on a tomato. I learned that from that show. Then Unsolved Mysteries came on afterwards, and that's just your neighbors trying to kill you. Every episode, it's always your neighbor trying. Like, we would move around a lot, and our neighbors, being good, you know, southern Christian neighbors, they would make food and, you know, bring it over as a, as a, as a gesture of goodwill. And every time that happened, I never, I never touched it. I was always convinced it's poison. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die like this. I'm not gonna die, die death by casserole. That's not me. Death by green bean. But internal combustion isn't the focus. No one's internal combusting in fifteen in the fifteen hundreds. I don't think. I don't know when the first one happened. No. Uh, Hans eventually uh, moved to Austria. It's not a large jump where he was born in Germany and Austria. It's like right on, right on the border. Now with this guy. Not a lot's known about him, just because, you know, it's the 1500s. You know, books were barely invented by then. If you're like me, you know, and you think everything before the year, like, 1800 was made up, then you there's especially nothing on him. But that's, that's just a me thing. That's not an everybody thing. But all that we really know about Hans here is that he was essentially a mayor. Of this, of the small, t- it's like a village essentially in Austria. Right now, I'm in. I really hope I'm saying. I hope uh, words. I hope I'm saying words right. He was essentially the mayor there. Now, not a lot is really known about his reign. Do mayors have reigns? About his time as as mayor, but it was known that he was a popular mayor. People, people loved this guy. I don't know what his policies were. You know, his stance on healthcare and immigration. All that's really known is that the people of the small Austrian village loved the man. Now, whenever it comes to loved mayors, it always kind of boils down to crack. I mean, the mayor of D.C., um, the guy in, I think he was Canadian, uh, Rob Ford, you know, it's all always comes down to mayor smoking crack. That's what makes people love them. That it makes them relatable. Now, I don't know if Hans was smoking crack. I don't really know when crack was invented or discovered. It may have been put here by God. I don't I'm not I'm not a scientist. This this isn't a crack science show. This is I freaked it. I don't know when crack was invented. I don't think Hans was doing crack. But one of the things that people loved about him was his beard. Hans Steininger had a beard of almost six feet in length. That's about one and a half meters. That's about very tall. That's the. It's very very long. Uh, bit, you know, a, 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 about the size of your average like eighth grader. That's about. The size of what this... I haven't seen an 8th grader in years. That's about the size of this beard, which is extraordinary, especially considering the times. You know, I mean, this is... 
this is the 1500s, you know, Dollar Shave Club, you know, uh, Weinmart Shave Club, I don't know what they're using, wasn't really invented. I don't know how common uh, these outlandish beards were, but it's definitely something that cannot be kept. I'll put it that way. Like, there's, I'm not sure if there's any beard oil in 1500s Austria. I don't know if there's beard oil in 2018 Austria, to be to be to be frank, uh, I'm not very well traveled. I it's it it cannot be a good situation. I will say, that, especially at five feet in length, <clears throat> there's no chance it's a good situation. And like there there are rats living in there, probably. But that's one of the things that people loved. It was it was kind of this larger than life. Uh, kind of like a kind of like a Paul Bunyan. It was that the tall one, Paul Bunyan, like a very tall man, but in a beard sense. Some of the pictures that I found in my research of him, uh, you know, he kind of styled it. He was kind of ahead of his time as far as as far as facial hair game. He uh, he he would he would take it and split it into into two parts, like a like a like a like a dwarven warrior. It just seemed like a bit much. It's like whenever I see you know dudes just like trying way too hard with the, I, I understand wanting to look good but then there's wanting to make a statement with your hair your facial hair and like you know you do you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hate i probably would have hated Han, i wouldn't have voted for han steininger i'm fairly certain you know it, it once again not much is known about this man but if his beard was the only thing that he's remembered by that's bad i mean that can't be good I mean, especially as a as a as a president now, like now that that just tells me people might not remember me. They they probably won't remember this podcast. They may not remember um, the comedy or the things that I've done. They're gonna remember something goofy about how I looked, and I it's very scary to me. I don't I don't I don't, I don't like that. And all the articles they were very even the articles were overwhelmingly like proud of the beard in a strange way like this is a quote from one of the one of the articles you could tell by his beard that a lot of hard work and dedication went into it now i'm a bearded man so i'm i'm you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna say souf here growing a beard is the opposite of hard work you literally have to do nothing you, everything that you do that is not shaving is growing a beard like you can do it while you sleep anything that you can do while you sleep uh not hard work i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say that unless you're like a sleepwalker who builds buildings then you know hats off to you i'm very uh, i'm very proud of you but hard work and dedication for this beard it, it I, that's the thing with this story it's so long ago and there's so little you know concrete facts you can take away from it that it's unreliable at best you know it's possible that you know this he's really the christ figure of beards a lot of people have written about him i haven't i don't know if this man existed or not but this beard this beard was such a uh an ordeal for him to deal with that he would routinely routinely he would routinely uh to not step on it or anything like that or to not you know gather dirt all up in it he would he would stuff this is hard to imagine 
he would stuff the beard in his pockets. And that's how he mobilized. I'm going to repeat that. His beard. He would stuff in his pockets. Now, pocket space is valuable real estate. At least for me. Like, I have... I don't know how many cell phones they're carrying around, but they have to have something that they're carrying around back then, like boiled chicken eggs or something. Like, you know, there has to be something that they have to carry around in pockets. A, a beard taking up valuable, valuable pocket space is, I mean, women's pants don't even have pockets now, and this dude's just stuffing hair. It's insulting, this man stuffing hair into these pockets. If anyone is the anti-feminist, it's Hans Steinacher of the 1500s. I feel like he was. I feel like I feel like pro women was early his platform in Bernal am in Austria. But how did he freak it? What happened? Now, in the 1500s, life was hard. Barbarians. If civilization has taught me anything, Gandhi out there creeping on you at your borders. He says he's your friend, but he's not your friend. You know it. No. Life is incredibly hard. And even the most simple of dangers are amplified by the nature of life that you're dealing with. So one night, one September 9th, not September 9th, one September night, September 28th, 1567, I'm not going to do the math here, but I believe that that makes him 59 years old. 69? 50? Okay, alright. This isn't, this, isn't, this isn't a math show. This is, I freaked it. This is about freak accidents. September 28th, 1567. Hans Steininger dies. Now what happens? There's a fire. There is a fire that breaks out in this Austrian village. Now, fires, um, pretty bad dudes. Not really a big conscience on them. They kind of do whatever they want to do, always. Uh, of course, a fire took down Rome. There's uh, the Great Chicago Fire, Great Balls of Fire. A, a lot of fire-based destruction, but it's not the fire. No, it's not the fire in this small you know, I'm going to assume it's a hovel, this small hovel of a village in Austria. No, the fire does cause a panic, you know, because there's, you know, the New York City f f firefighters, they're not there. I don't know what kind of means they have against fighting fire, but at, at this point in, 15, in 1567, they're probably using their fists to fight fire. I don't know the technology then. But it causes a panic. <clears throat> People are a rush in it. So what happens? Hans wakes up. There's smoke everywhere. He can barely see. He gets out of bed. His evening gown. Men wore evening gowns back then. Uh, a wash with soot and sweat and a very palpable sense of fear. Hans gets up and he runs through his mayor's quarters. But what's this? His evening gown much like women's pants and dress of today, have no pockets. They have no pockets. Where does the beard go? The beard goes on the ground in front of where Hans Steininger's supple 
Austrian feet. Hans Steininger steps on his beard. Hans Steininger trips on his beard. Hans Steininger falls down a flight of stairs in his beard. Hans Steininger dies on his beard. This man, the thing that he took so much pride in that brought him grace and glory has ultimately cost his parents. It's like a Greek tragedy. You know, he hoist by his own beardard beardard hoist by his own beardard i wrote that that's something that's something that i wrote down hoist by his own beardard that may be the beardard yeah you would think that the fire killed him but no it was the beard the beard killed the mayor of Braunau am in austria that means of all of the greats Gavrilo Persip, Lee Harvey Oswald, Beard, the killers of politicians. Hi, I hope that you're enjoying uh, the inaugural episode of I Freaked It. This is a, an experiment that I'm doing to play around with a few things, uh, with some ideas that I have in my head. Um, I will. I like this as a concept. Um, and I, I'd really like to see where it goes. Thank you for listening. It's, it's not done. This is kind of the mid, you know, some podcasts do like mid breaks. I don't know why, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I could do this for day. I could, I could marathon podcast, you know, put me in a, put me in a 24 hour podcasting thing for charity. I'll, you know, I'll do it. Um, I do want to talk about, uh, some other shows, uh, that I'm involved in or that I, would like you to listen to. Um, this is a project of mine, but my main project, uh, as far as podcasting goes, is a show called Twitter Sitters, which I host with my friend Ryan. In it, uh, we review weird Twitter accounts that we find online uh, and just report back on them and kind of try to relate to them. Uh, we just finished uh, season two of it, uh, so you have you know a fairly hefty you know twenty to almost twenty five hours of content there to listen to. Um, the Four Orbs podcast is great. It's a uh, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. Um, Ryan is also on that. I'm not on it, but uh, they do some fantastic work in world building. If you're a fan of D&D, uh, by all means, check it out. I, uh, I haven't been able to play D&D in quite a long time. It's, it's, it's just hard for me to uh, be able to get time for me to do it on a consistent basis uh i love playing though and they have a lot of fun you'll have a lot of fun listening to it um the last show uh, that i'd like to tell you about is a lady killers podcast they go through and they feature several uh dirty women murderers of history and uh, they do a great job uh i don't date anymore because of it and uh yeah i hope that you enjoy those shows and I hope that you enjoy this show. Let's get back to freaking. So, million dollar babied by his own beard, Hans Steininger is pronounced dead. 
in an accident that I do not believe will be repeated, that I hope won't be repeated. In the aftermath of this accident, you have to remember that stupid, stupid murder beard or not, this man was, he was loved. You know, he was, he was, he was loved by his community, by his, uh, constituents i don't know if i don't know how elections work to this dude could have been a corrupt jerk he could have been like an illinois governor or a chicago mayor or something like that you know with the little amount that we have i don't know how much we can really attest to this guy's popularity but it seems to be something um after he died uh his his body was found unharmed which that they t- whenever they do the burial for him uh, as a means of preserving his memory and his legacy, they they cut the they cut the beard off. Uh, they cut the beard off, and you can still go to this village in Austria and see the beard. It is it is in a museum there. They have preserved it through a series of uh, chemicals and uh, black magic, I presume. Uh, and it is st- still there. Um, <clears throat> they have that. They also have a, a statue up, uh, uh, built for him at the St. Stephen's Church there. Uh, and very stylized is his beard. It looked like they spent way longer on the beard than they did on the rest of the... I, why am I talking trash about this statue? I can't make a statue. I don't know why I'm talking trash about the statue. I'm sure someone worked very hard on it. That's probably... He probably loved Hans Schreiniger and made the statue. I shouldn't make fun of it, really. Um, but yeah, you can go see that or see the see the gross hair strands. Um, you could get the same experiences you, know, you do looking at your friend's hairbrush. That's essentially it. You love them. You don't really... You're not in a position to love Hans Steininger, but you love your friends. Go look at their hairbrush. You know, you'll probably get uh, roughly the same experience. Probably a little bit less expensive than going all the way to Austria. Um, not only that, but there are uh, Hans Steininger impersonators in Austria. Uh, really the Elvis of the small European nation, Hans Steininger. Now, you might be wondering why. Why do they love this man so much? Why has his memory stood the test of time for 500 years? Almost 500 years. Like five, four and a half, five, four and a half hundred years. That's how you measure time. Why have they latched on him? Surely someone else has come along in that time, notable enough to be among the ranks of famous Austrians in this village. There is. I will tell you that right now. And he follows a legacy of politicians with goofy facial hair. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing all the way from Brunel am in Austria, history's bad boy, Adolf Hitler, the same village the same the same place as this man with the five feet long beard died little 
little little baby Adolf Hitler is born with a future of just terror and remarkably bad facial hair choices. I don't know what what kind of curse this is to where certain politicians are born in this place. A, they have to they have to die uh, of uh, questionable circumstances, either you know in mayor's quarters, uh, you know tripping on your own beard, or in a bunker with a gun in your mouth, um, or cyanide in your mouth. I don't remember. It's, he's not. But there, there's something going on in this place. I rue to see what comes up in the next 50 years out of this place. It, it Nothing good, surely. So, the crux of it. Why, honestly, why we are here. What do you need to do to make sure that this doesn't happen to you? Well, there are a few different things. There are a litany of ways that you can go about this. This freak accident was so preventable just with a few simple steps. That's all you have to do. First things first, get a smoke detector, Hans. What are you doing? Now, I know what you're thinking. Bill, it's the 1500s. They don't have smoke detectors. Wrong. They have people. I will go ahead and put this out here right now. If you don't have a smoke detector, and I don't mean if you just haven't put batteries in your smoke detector. I know it's a hassle. I know that it sucks to do. You got to deal with the beeping until it dies. Sometimes you take it down and take the battery out just to stop the beeping. Don't do that. Put batteries in your smoke detector. If you don't have a smoke detector for whatever reason, A, I'm pretty sure that has to be a violation of something somewhere. It, it just It just has to be a violation. B, if you don't have a smoke detector, let me know. I'm not going to buy you a smoke detector, but I will go to your house, and while you sleep, I'll watch over you, and if I catch the faintest hint of smoke, I'm yelling like a banshee. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you die. Not that way. Not after what Hans went through. After what Hans went through, we shouldn't have to go through that again as a people. I'll be your. I'll be. I'll be your mining bird. Is that what they? Mining mining parakeet, the ones who smell the gas and die. I'll be that. I'll be your bird. I'll be your huckleberry. So that's the first method that you can use. Simple smoke detector. If he had a smoke detector, he would have been able to roll his beard up and just stroll on out of there and keep on marrying and keep on mayoring out there for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. I'm fairly certain this man was a robot. You can't grow that kind of facial hair. He had to be a robot. Second way to avoid this disaster in your life. Uh, whenever I had a long hair. Uh, I, I, I had fairly long hair uh, earlier on in my life. One thing that I like to do is to keep it from getting everywhere and from like it getting in my mouth and everything like that. I used to sleep in, what's the proper term for this now? I've heard them called uh, toboggans. I've heard them called skullcaps. Beanies. There we go. Beanie. I'm hip. All right. Toboggans. No one's called them toboggan since to kill a mockingbird i used to sleep in a beanie that kept everything in line it's like it's like secure underwear for your hair take that a step further if you're like hans 
sleep in a mask. That will help keep things under control. If there is a situation, uh, you can get on your way easily without having to worry about your hair being everywhere and tripping and uh, subsequently perishing like a fool. Uh, you could sleep in a uh, balaclava uh, if you want to be extra, you know, if you want to be extra, if that's really all there is to it. You know, you sleep in that, you know, you wake up and then, oh, no, it looks like the RA is here. No, it's just, I'm looking in the mirror, brushing my, brushing my Austrian teeth. Third way, this is the most important way that I can come up with. Guys, I know they're out there. My beard can get kind of crazy sometimes. Uh, not like Hans, obviously, but, you know, it can get out there. What you got to do is you have to get control of your beard. Now, I'm not here sponsoring anything. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, get Harry's Shave Club or Dollar Shave Club or Bill Shave Club or Shave Shave Club or Shave Shave Shave, you know, Bullet Club. I'm not saying any of these things. I'm saying... Get control of your hair. Get tangible control of your hair. Make your hair and make your beard hair an extension of yourself, like uh, Doc Ock from Spider-Man. You need to be able to control those tendrils. Not only will that help you not die, it will help you get things done around the house. It will help you be a considerate lover. And. You may just be elected mayor of a little town in Austria. Hey, I really hope that you liked uh, the first episode of I Freaked It. Uh, I'm going to be doing some research. Uh, I I'm, I'm probably won't put this one out for a little bit, uh, just so that you know, I have a, a firm stockpile of shows to uh, go off of, uh, just to make sure that I'm able to get to where I want to be in this and to put out something that you guys like and something that I would like and that I would listen to. But thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, I get to freaking.